Welcome to the New Earth Lawyer podcast. My name is Geraldine Jones-Putra. I'm your host. I'm a lawyer. I live and work in Melbourne, Australia. It's Bunurang country, and so I'd like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Today, I'm going to talk about something that's got a spiritual bent to it. I've been doing a few of these lately, and um, today is just a continuation of it. What I wanted to talk to you about today was this concept of universal laws. Universal laws is this um, idea that there are some principles or laws that apply universally, not just to human beings. It comes from the idea that we are multidimensional beings, you know, that we exist, that there's a deeper reality that we can access be access beyond our five physical senses and that there are aspects or dimensions of ourselves that exist in other realities, either past or, or, or future on this plane, this planet, or in fact in, in other dimensions. So this whole awakening that we're going through, this transformation of humanity, it's an awaken, awakening not just to our realization that we are in charge of our own lives, that we are in control of our own realities, that we need to govern ourselves, but it, it's also an awakening to the deeper reality, the multidimensional aspect of our being. So it's a consciousness shift. So there's two, two broad aspects to our awakening. We are really growing up as a species. And that means understanding our autonomy, our sovereignty, and understanding that we there's more to us than than what we have been taught. So what we begin to understand then is that we are part of a very complex, very vast, very busy, populated universe. We just haven't learned how to access different parts of the, the universe as other races have done. So we haven't learned to master the physics of time uh, and, and the physics of deep space. But it's my belief that that point is coming very soon when we will understand how to traverse significant distances um, and we'll learn how to manipulate timelines, you know, which means that we'll be able to move instead of just in a linear direction, past, present, future, we'll understand that there are really parallel timelines and that time is just another dimension that you, we can actually travel in to travel to a particular point in time just as we can travel to a particular point in space so what does this mean well you know we're going to have to think about how the laws on this planet align with the laws of the universe essentially um, so a lot of the work that i do on the new earth lawyer podcast when i'm interviewing other lawyers, as I say, lawyers who are changing the practice of law to change the world. What I'm really doing is that I'm talking to people who are beginning to align earth laws with universal laws. And they may not realize it themselves, but what I perceive is that that's what they're doing. 
Um, so I'm going to give you some examples of this by talking about a set of universal laws. The main one I'm going to start with is, is the law of one, the law of oneness. So we all come, according to this universal law, we all come from the same source, whether you want to call it God or prime creator or all that is, it's everything that all of the material in the universe actually originates from this source, including us. And we all have consciousness from this one source. Um, we're just fragmented aspects of source. And we've split off to have individual experiences. So this is why everything in the universe is interconnected. What, because we share, actually, originally, we share one consciousness. And so we still do. We still are able to access each other's consciousnesses because it's all the same field. So to live in accordance with the law of one, we need to recognize that we are all one. And you know we are part of everything around us and vice versa. And every action, word, thought, belief we have will have an impact on the world and the people in our lives. And you know, therefore, what it says, what the law of one really reflects as is the golden rule. And that's why it appears in all of the religions in, in this world. You do unto others as you would have done to yourself. Because if we're all one, uh, whatever you want for yourself, you should want for, for everyone else. We should treat each other as we would treat ourselves. You know, that's the interconnectedness aspect. And so when it comes to laws, we should be thinking of laws not as penalties uh, or, or don'ts, do's and don'ts, but rather as you know, recognizing that they're, they are a, a set of principles by which we want to live our lives and therefore we want everybody to live their lives. And we wouldn't break a law because we wouldn't want that to be done to us. We wouldn't steal from someone because we wouldn't want anyone to steal from us. We wouldn't hurt someone because we wouldn't want anyone to hurt us. So the, the law of one actually is the underpinning of a new earth law, a new system of laws for earth. So laws should be based in compassion and love because we want everyone to have an opportunity to express themselves and to operate in society that way and not to have fear and to reach our fullest potential because that's what we want for ourselves. So the next thing to realize is that because we're all one, we have what's called the law of correspondence. And this is sometimes cited as, as above, so below, as within, so without. And it's this whole idea of a holographic universe. The patterns are repeated everywhere. Above meaning, you know, in other dimensions, in the heavens, they're repeated on earth. And if we do something on earth, it's reflected in other dimensions. And, and so it is within your conscious self also, whatever you're thinking and feeling will project out into the world around you. This is the law of correspondence. So what does law have to do with this? Well, we want laws that are going to be flexible and reflect universal laws because we want what's happening on earth to be aligned with what's happening elsewhere in the universe and be harmonious with all other timelines and dimensions. You know that the Star Trek thing of the prime directive 
and that you know you shouldn't interfere with others, you shouldn't interfere with another race or, or planet. That's really um, concerning free will, and that's a universal law that we shouldn't interfere with the the intentions or the wishes of others. So our laws should be as pro-choice and pro-free will as possible. And but while we do that, we need to recognize that on Earth we are in a three-dimensional reality. And we are a race that's very attuned to emotions. So our actions, our thoughts and our actions have physical and emotional consequences. So therefore, even though we want to respect free will, we need to recognize that when people transgress society's laws, they're going to have an impact physically and emotionally on others. So we do need to deal with with transgressions of laws on our plane on earth so what do we do how do we how do we deal with them well you know we could do things the old way where we punish people and we throw them into jail and and lock them up and throw away the key or we can look at resolving root causes and and bring in um not just the offender and and the government but also consider the victim's rights and consider the community and this kind of thing is consistent with the practices that I've been speaking to lawyers about on my podcast, such as restorative justice, which looks at restoring the community and restoring the, the harm and the damage, uh, and also what's called therapeutic jurisprudence, which focuses on the psychological well-being of the offender. So that's more about rehabilitating people and really getting at why they've committed whatever offence or crime that they have. So that's a, a New Earth law concept. Um, and it's aligned with the law of, of correspondence, you know, because we want to be harmonious as other parts of the universe are. Another uh, law that we need to think about is the law of attraction. Now, we hear, we've heard a lot about the law of attraction I don't know, over the last decade, two decades maybe. And that's often been used in a very materialistic way to manifest things that you want, to bring good things into your life that you want, you know, like um, lots of money or, you know, a, a great partner or a nice house or a, a great car or whatever. But, but really what the law of attraction is, is... And it has to do with the law of another law, which is called a law of vibration. This whole idea that things we all have a certain frequency. We all we're all made up of units of consciousness that that vibrate at a certain frequency. And you know you can actually increase your vibration, which is a concept we hear about a lot. And that and whatever vibration you are you are at, you'll attract things that are on that are vibrating at the same rate. You'll attract things and people that are on the same frequency. And, and so, if you're positive and proactive and loving, you're going to attract more of that into your life. Um, so that's just the law of attraction is just an extension of the law of vibration. So what it comes to with that is. You know, if you recognize the law of vibration and the law of attraction, then you'll also recognize the law of intention, which is that when people visualize something with intention, intent, um, then they, they can exploit the law of attraction and bring that thing to them because they're 
intending to be at whatever frequency is necessary to bring that thing to them. So they're putting themselves intentionally on a particular frequency. So what does that mean for laws? Well, it means that we need to have a kind of flexibility to prevail so that people can align themselves with whatever they want to attract. You know, they can have the flexibility to do that, to move in and out of situations as they grow and expand in their consciousness or as they decide that they want to experience new things. We want to have laws that don't tie people down to things too much. You know, so, so for example, in my podcast, I talk to people who are specialists in a certain kind of conflict resolution that's called collaborative practice. And that can mean any kind of disputes. You know, there's a, there's a, a way of resolving disputes with people so that you know, what's best for both parties is achieved in a, a non-confrontational way, in a way that avoids trauma and harm. So what that does is it allows people to leave relationships or leave positions um, without negative impact or minimizing negative impact so that they can align themselves with whatever they want to in harmony with the law of attraction or the law of intention. Conscious contracts is another one that allows this because a conscious contract, which is a values-based contract, which is a contract that is around you know, achieving what's best for both people will have enough flexibility in it so that if circumstances change for one person, they can move on in a way that isn't harmful and it isn't going to attract all of this, these penalties and punishments. Um, you know, we, we could even think about legal systems that are more flexible in terms of employment so that people aren't tied down to a job necessarily. They may move into things that are more like independent contract work, the gig economy, um, so that they, they can move from situation to situation. They're not owned by their employers. We may rethink things like property laws. Some people may decide in a freer world that they don't want to be tied down to a house or they don't want to own things that are going to you know, feel like a millstone around their neck. They might want to share those things with other people. So we can have laws around sharing property and sharing assets you know, rather than owning. Um, I've mentioned family laws that we can have, and we can also work with lawyers, can work with other disciplines who can help people move through changes, life coaches, financial advisors, psychologists, counsellors, so that rather than people feeling like they have to stay in the same place and if they if they want to change, they have to fight to change, people will, will be enabled and empowered to make changes. And this is also going to be consistent with the law of purpose or dharma, as the Buddhists call it, which says that each soul has a purpose. Sometimes we call it the soul blueprint. So in a legal system that's aligned with spiritual laws or universal laws with enough flexibility and compassion for everyone involved, um, each person would be freer to pursue their sole purpose. There's also um, a law that I'm going to mention, which is perpetual change, um, which holds that everything around us is in constant flux. 
and comes and goes according to our consciousness, our thoughts on an individual, but particularly on a collective level. Um, now, we can't observe every single change because they, they occur at a microscopic level, but a legal system that aligns with the law of constant change would be fluid. So, for example, I've spoken in the past about making sure we have lawmakers who um, understand that they, they work for the people, have a duty that they recognise to the public trust. So they wouldn't have very rigid laws. They would have laws that you know, can accommodate change, um, that can, can accommodate uh, you know, societal changes, and if needed, if they're needed to, they will be attuned to changes in society that will allow them to pass new laws that society needs if things become obsolete for us, particularly as we advance further and further. We may find that we're just not requiring certain concepts in our laws, and our lawmakers would need to be prepared to move with that quickly. And flexibly. So those are just some of the universal laws that I wanted to mention. You know, my thinking is around how, how are we going to get from here to there? Well, obviously, we're all moving together forward, but how are the lawyers going to help? How can we be of best service to make sure that really we get to a place where we, we join the multidimensional reality that we were always meant to that you know we we as earthlings as human beings you know have a, a system uh, of laws uh, and a system that governs how we live that really is deserving of our place in the universe so that's all I, I wanted to say I hope you've enjoyed it I really have enjoyed thinking about the different universal laws and what kind of Earth legal system would best match universal laws. I'll see you next week. Thank you for watching.